this morning, um, I'd be curious of, when you think about your relationships, do you have a relationship that seems to be emotionally or relationally dependent on you? The, the actual well-being of your connectedness to somebody else that has a, a lot to do with you. Maybe it's a relationship that applies certain pressures where it only works when you are doing, when you are, when you are fixing, when you are solving, maybe when you are pleasing. Maybe it's that, that kind of relationship that it seems to be over and over again, it works best when you conform to the other person. It seems that, that it works best when you give in to maybe your convictions, your values, maybe even sometimes sacrificing your own morals. As, as you think through your relationships, maybe even the other person's joy, happiness, and fulfillment is dependent on you meeting their needs. Do you have anybody like that in your life? Do you think through family, friends, work? So as you think about that, and we continue in our series, being open, statements that build relational connection. As we're thinking about relationships this morning, really what we're talking about are relationships that might be all give and no take. It might be a relationship that says it's all about their dreams and not your dreams. It's all their happiness, never your happiness. And it's all their problems and never your problems. And as you think through the relationship even more, and you press in a little bit more to how far this relationship goes back. I don't know about you, but as I think through these, ultimately what we get to is that for other people to be okay, you seem like you might be losing yourself. You might be giving up more than you actually feel comfortable with. That for everything to work out, it completely hinges on you making sacrifices over and over again. You feel certain pressures to please. You, you feel like if I just did more, then everything will be okay. They'll be happy with me. They'll like me. I, I will be living into the relationship as I should be. And, and if you think about these relationships, and, and you might have someone in mind already, I wonder when the last time is that you said, I am not able to. When's the last time you said in a relationship, I am not able to? Now, you might be different than me. You might be able to set, like, really good boundaries in your relationships. And, like, you cut off, like, I know who I am and I know who they are. And maybe it's not for you, but I know for me it's hard to say no sometimes. It's, it's actually really hard for me to admit I can't. I can't do this thing that you're asking me. I can't do the thing that you need to be happy. No, I'm not in a place to help right now. When is, when is the last time that you said, I am not able to? And, and what it could look like is, is some of these. Yes to everything. It's just your natural disposition. It's just yes to everything. Or maybe, hey, I've got this. There's a need you have, I've got this. Maybe there's a, a demand on the other end. 
They constantly are demanding something from you, and your response is, no problem. No problem. No problem. Over and over and over again. And if there's any an expectation of you, of course. Of course. What else do you need? And you continue to conform over and over again. And, and maybe, if you're like me, you might actually even start to find your identity in that relationship and how you operate inside of it. And, and maybe if you go even a little bit further, I, I know for me this can be a danger, but the relationship, what we're talking about, is the one in which I've become enmeshed in. It's, it's the one that says, the one where I actually find my identity in meeting it all, solving it all, doing it all, and ultimately being it all. Because it goes from not just being able to maybe meet a need that's there, which is a good and right and helpful thing to people, but now I find myself and my purpose and my joy and my happiness in meeting that need. It's, it's the sacrifice to someone else. That is a good thing to come alongside, to sacrifice, to give towards other people, but now my identity says that I am the person that sacrifices in this relationship, and this is why it works well. Can you think of a relationship this morning? Who, who, is, who is God bringing to mind? And I wonder in that, as you think through that relationship, like, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Are you exhausted? Are you anxious? Are you overwhelmed? James, the, the half-brother of Jesus and one of our earliest church leaders says this in James 1, but the rich should take pride in their humiliation since they will pass away like a wildflower. And, and he drives this point home a little bit more. For the sun rises with scorching heat and withers the plant. Its blossom falls and its beauty is destroyed. In the same way, the rich will fade away even while they go about their business. Now it's it's probably easy, it's gonna be a little bit harder for me to like convince you that you're rich this morning. So I'm not gonna go there. But if, if we sit with this piece, I, I want us to ponder a little bit more. Back to this idea in, in uh, James 1.10. Kelly, if you go to the next slide. Hmm, I thought I had another slide there. There we go. Oh no, here it is. Believers in humble circumstances ought to take pride in their high position. And then one more. There we go. Since they will pass away like a wildflower. When's the last time you thought about that? When's the last time you thought that, like, you're just going to pass away at some point? Now, some of you might have, like, a grim reality that you were faced with in this last week or these last months or maybe this year. And physically, mentally, emotionally, you're oftentimes reminded that at some point you will pass away. I don't know, but I think most of us walk around thinking more about what we can do, how we can do it, the ways in which I can fix and solve the ways that I can meet other needs, the way that I can get the things that I can do over and over again. And I oftentimes don't think about this reality that at some point I will just pass away. And in the context of this passage, I think what James, a part of what he's ultimately saying here is that it's, he seems to be making a connection that you and I are finite beings. You and I are finite beings, that we are here for a limited time. And even when we think of much, that we can have much, that we can do much, that, that we are much, we should live from the place of our limitations. We, we should actually live from this place of what could almost feel like humiliation, that, that I can't 
do it all. That, that I can't meet all the needs of someone else. That, that I actually cannot be depended on for someone else to find their fulfillment in life. For them to find their joy. For them to find their happiness. I am finite. As I navigate each and every day, I'm trying to do the best that I can with what I know how to do and the tools that I have. And oftentimes that means in a lot of relationships, I am not able to. When's the last time you said, I am not able to? And there's two ways I want us to reflect on, and we're going to participate here in a second, is these usually show up. One is it's you actually being. So, so, so you being for others, and then the other is actually expecting from others. So, so one is being, that you are being something specific to another person. You are being the one that is folding to the pressure of something else. You're being the one that is trying to meet the expectations of other people. You're being the one that is trying to please. You're being the one to avoid being disappointed in. You're, you're being the one, you're being the one, you're being the one. So if you pick up your card in front of you on the ground or feel free to use your phone, what I want you to do is just pause for a moment. And this, this can look a lot of different ways. There's a lot of options in how this can play out. Maybe it's the parent that oftentimes reminds you how much they did for you. And almost hold that over your head. Maybe it's the coworkers, maybe it's the employer, maybe it's the employees that seems to keep applying pressure that the success of your well-being, of a company, whatever it is, is dependent on you. Maybe it's the friend that you've had for a very long time and it seems that every time you hang out, you feel like you have to fold and maybe give in to sort and abandon your convictions, your values, your morals in order to stay connected with them. Maybe it's the idea that if you can just do more, be more, your kid's behavior and their success or failure will be negated because you can just be a better parent. What's, what's the relationship for you? So as you, as you pause for a second, ask God, who is this relationship? And what's the pressure you're feeling? What, what, what's the why? So pause for a moment. What's the relationship that's coming to mind? Are they disappointed in you? Are you pleasing them? Do you feel like you're giving of your morals, values, convictions? Are they only happy when you're doing a certain thing? Go ahead and write that down. Who is it and why? And now one small disclaimer with that. As I know for me it can be true, there's maybe one person that is 
operating in this way and I'm in a relationship with, with and feel pressured. I feel like I need to fold. I feel like I need to meet up. I feel like they're disappointed in me. And, and sometimes it's, it's them. I think oftentimes that's I can think of. But then disclaimer, if like there's multiple people in your life that are bringing up the same thing about you, you might want to pay attention to that. Just a heads up. Close trusted people. But, but if it's a similar pattern with a number of people and you're like, look, I can't please everybody and oh, why are you so disappointed in me? Like, maybe there's an integrity gap in your life that, that would be good to pay attention to. That would be fair. So as you think through that, the ways in which you're being, I know right now there can be a little bit of a, yeah, they need to learn. They need to do better. They need to get more healthy. And, and while that can be true, I think the more challenging one, and maybe you don't have anyone coming to mind, is that we actually do the same thing. This, this one's a little bit harder to come in tune with. But like, what expectations are you putting on others for you to be happy, for you to be fulfilled, for you to feel like I have meaning and I have purpose, for you to feel like you're content, for you to feel like this relationship is everything it should be. What expectations are you putting on other people? And maybe a couple ways to bring this up. Is there anyone that you just seem to be disappointed in over and over and over again? Is there anybody that just never seemed to be able to do the thing that you want them to do? Is there anybody that you're just constantly irritated, frustrated, mad at? Is there anyone that you, you sense maybe the, the desire for the greatest sense of control in their life? Maybe you're expecting something from them a bit too much. Maybe they aren't actually the ones to fulfill everything for you. Maybe they aren't the end-all, be-all for your happiness and your joy and your satisfaction. Hollywood and Hallmark have done a really good job with this for like romantic partners, right? Like there, there is a, there's a soulmate. There's someone that Everything's going to be perfect with and good and right. And man, if something's off, this may not be the relationship that we're supposed to be in. I can feel that one oftentimes. Ah, things aren't going well. It must be them. So, so pause again for another second. Just invite God in. Who, what relationship is it where you're actually expecting them to be something, maybe more than they can actually do? Maybe more than they can actually provide. And go ahead and write that person down and write the why. Next to their name, what's the expectation you have of them? Why are you disappointed in them? Why are they not good enough? What exactly is it in them that you're hoping to find more fulfillment for yourself in? Sit with that for a minute. Now, one more bit of reflection and a little bit of writing. Again, just asking for God's grace in this. Choose maybe one of those. Maybe it's the same person. I don't know. But I want you to write, starting with, I am not able to. 
And I want you to finish that sentence with them. And if it's you being something for someone else, what does it look like to you go to them this week and say, I am not able to fill in the blank. I'm not able to fill in the blank. And then if you wrote down someone that maybe you have certain expectations of, what does it look like for you to step into their shoes and write to you? And I am not able to. So pick one. If you write fast, go for both. Finish the statement. I am not able to. Well, if you're feeling beat up, that's okay. Because I think there's some good news in this. When we actually realize that we are finite people, that we can't do all, fix all, solve all, please all, there there actually becomes a freedom on the other side. That, That I don't actually have to live in every relationship feeling that the relationship hinges on me. Now, Now, there's a reality that, yeah, you can't just continue being a terrible person if people are disappointed in you. Okay, we name that a little bit. But like, there's freedom in saying, man, I can't do it. I'm not able to. I, I, I know you want me to make you happier. And look, I want to have the conversation and I want to hear the ways in which you think I may not be doing that. And, and I want to be able to own up to everything that I can, but, but ultimately I cannot fulfill everything that you're longing for. I, I am not the only person. Edwin Freeman was a, family therapist and Jewish rabbi, and he said most of his counseling with couples was helping them separate so that they don't separate. Helping them realize that they're separate people that can't meet each other's needs over and over and over again. Helping them remember to have friends, to have hobbies, to have things that give life and they enjoy. To not be enmeshed. And and there's freedom here because I think what ends up happening when we realize our limitations, saying I am not able to helps us find where we end and others begin. It, it helps me realize the things that I can bring to a relationship, the things that I can work on, the things that I can grow in, the areas that I can give and sacrifice and serve. It also helps me realize where that stops. It helps me realize helps me realize their contribution. helps me realize where they need to grow. Saying I am not able to helps me find 
the limit. It helps me find the area in which I cannot keep going because I am a finite being. There's a freedom in that to say, I cannot please everybody. Not everyone can be happy. Not everybody can find fulfillment in what I can do, who I can be. But, but I think the greater freedom is this, that saying I am not able to helps us find where we end and God begins. See, I think the greatest danger in this is that I start to believe that I have full control to make everything better. That the, the, the relational well-being is contingent solely on me either fixing the other person or living up to the expectations they have on me. That I am in control that the relationship is mine. That my marriage is mine. That my friendship is mine. That my kids are mine. That my work is mine. And what this says is, no, I am a finite being. My relationships are ultimately God's. My kids are ultimately God's. My vocation is ultimately God's. My friends are ultimately God's. And I'm so thankful for that because I am not able to. I can't. I, I can't do the thing that other people need me to do constantly. Like, like one thing I hope is that you've already been disappointed in me in some way, shape, or form. And, and I'll say it now, I can't be everything as a pastor, as a leader, as a friend. I can't. I'm not able to. And the quicker we can come to find like, the realization that we can be disappointed in one another, but that God still can, the freedom in that. Man, I, I don't have to keep trying to fix this relationship. I'm not able to. But, but God is in it. And, and, and what it starts to look like is we start to take on things to realize that God says, I am before all things and I hold all things together. God is the one that says, I created all things and I hold all things in my hand. God is the one that says, I am redeeming the world and I am drawing people near to me for my purposes. God is the one that has made every single person individually with a purpose and a meaning uniquely to who they are, and they are loved and cared for and pursued by him. So I just get to participate with God in the relationships that I find myself in. And there's a freedom in saying, I'm not able to, but God. I, I'm not able to, but I'm sorry. I, I'm not able to, but I'm here. I, I'm not able to, but I'm listening. I, I'm not able to, but I want to do the best that I can. You feel a freedom in that? That we can actually stay connected even when I can't do the thing that's needed to be done. That I can have a better, more free relationship that puts boundaries in the right place because I know where I end and others begin and I know where I end and where God begins. See, I'm not able to is not just a statement with you and I, but it's a statement also with God and I. God, I, I am not able to help. God, I am not able to, but I want this to go well. God, I am not able to, but please help me become more patient. God, I am not able to, but help us reconcile this thing that is in between us. God, I am not able to, but... What is it for you this morning? Where's the place that you might even need to go to God and say, God, I'm not able to. I can't sustain this. I can't hold this up. I cannot continue to take this weight on my shoulders. God, I am not able to. And those are the places where he says, in your weakness, my strength is made perfect. Can you come to me and realize that you cannot do everything? Can you come to me and admit that so that I can do what I want to do in your life? I can do what I want to do in your relationships. When's the last time you said, I'm not able to? 
And what does it look like to try that on this week? Take your card home, pray over it. I am not able to.